My name's Ivan, and I'm a scientist by day and a writer by night. And I'm Daniel, I'm a neuromuscular therapist, and I run my own practice. And you're listening to the weekly podcast, Journey to Wherever. Enjoy the show. Mic check. Mic ma- ma- check. Mic check. Can we I live? get a check? Huh? We're kind of live? No, we're live now. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 22? Yes. 22. 22. I had to double check. I was about to say episode two. Episode two, 22. Episode 22. <sighs> Happy Valentine's Day, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it, it's it's Valentine's Day in... Uh, is it globally? Is yes. that a world thing today? Well, or is it just Australia? We're one of the first to like... No, but is, does everybody celebrate it on the same day I'm of the year? pretty sure. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, we're, the, we're, we're essentially one of the first to have it because we're on that side of the world. Yeah. Which, whichever space of, of the world that you believe in. By the time this episode goes live, it'll it will be, be like, a couple of days later. Yeah. But we're uh, strangely... Well, you know what? We say strangely, but we've done this a few times now. This is the second Friday night pod... Second or third Friday night podcast that we've done. Yeah. So... Generally, whenever the podcast... Whenever we have you guys over for dinner... Yeah. And the rest of the gang... We just kind of think, oh well, we might as well we just could, we could punch bang, one out. We could bang one out on Valentine's Day. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, we, we we're banging out a podcast, so banging out. Um, because you know, as parents, we've we've all got kids. Yeah. And when the whole family gets together on Friday, you can't just like not everybody all at once can like palm off the kids to like a grandparent to look after them because they'll be looking after all the kids. Yeah. So we could all go out for Valentine's Day. So it's not going to work. So we just kind of went, so we all kind of whatever. Yeah, we just all stayed in, had Friday night dinner. The desserts were themed Valentine's Day. Yeah. You had a nice little touch, well, red tablecloth, little rose on the table and stuff. <laughs> um, Chocolate but, strawberries. Yeah, it was a good, it was a It was a Valentine's Day themed family dinner. You know, we've no- I've noticed that we try and like do a theme every now and then. Have you know, I don't know if it's like a conscious decision where the people just kind of you do realize when you come to my house i'm gonna go like full asian on you next time <laughs> i'm getting my like because well, i got that go, bamboo you, go, you did go full asian the, like on the video you sent me a yeah i got the ago. bamboo steamers now for like and you had your like your, your, um, um what's the amazon alexa in the background playing some kind of like you know i switched to google again have you? What, why is that? We'll talk about that in a second. Okay. But I had the, I got the dumpling, the dumpling steaming bamboo I, things. I honestly thought you were out for dinner. It looked good, eh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's why I said, oh, date night, where, you, where yeah, are you we, guys? We, we steam them. And what, then your next photo was like with you and the kids at home. I was like, I, oh, shit. I've seen these dumpling steamer things like everywhere around, right? This but, one of those gimmick things that you bought. No, right? Okay. So I've seen them around. It's a proper thing, like a proper thing. It's a cooking yeah, utensil. But you buy random shit like that. No, sometimes. I don't buy random <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> right? So it's a proper steaming. It's a kitchen utensil. It's a dumpling. It's a steamer. Yeah. Right? You don't just have to use it for dumplings. But I had this work thing on. But it's for dumplings. Well, mainly. Okay. But I had this work thing on, and um, it was like a team get together, and we were cooking um, a whole bunch of food stuff for mm. end of year type celebration. Yeah. And um, some dumplings were being steamed in there yeah. in the cooking thing. And I tried it and I was like, holy hell, this is really good. Like, I really <laughs> liked it. So then when I was out in the shop, I saw the dumpling steamer thing yeah. on the shelf. And I was like, I'm where at? Um, Kmart had it. Near your work? No, just in the shopping mall. Oh, near you. Okay. Yeah, we were just out like on, on the weekend. Oh, okay. And I saw it on the shelf and I was like, and it's like a bamboo steamer. You like, put it on there. And so then we did that. We got all the dumplings. We cooked them. And then we're all just sitting around and then I'm like, you know, hey, Google, play some music, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, we were sitting in like a mad restaurant. 
Well, it looked like it. We had like soy sauce and shit. And some good. satay sticks. It was mad. Well, anyways, I feel like every time, you know, because we've got a bit of a, I guess, a roster thing happening. Yep. Um, we tend to kind of like adopt a theme night kind mm-hmm. of thing. Not, we don't get too hardcore. We don't dress up or anything, but it's like, it might be just a, an, an added touch of a, a tablecloth. Or it might be, you know, like Mexican night and I don't know. Yeah, we've had like we, a few we hand out like non alcoholic margaritas or something like we've that. We've had like a taco, taco, taco night. nights. Yeah. So, uh, but today was a, uh, a Valentine's Day and with seafood. Yeah. Very good. Did you notice uh, that I, we obviously, maybe maybe you didn't pick up on it, but like purposely cook, cooked mussels? Is that an aphrodisiac? Yeah, you right. sneaky mole. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh shit. yeah, see, I didn't pick that photo now. I didn't realize. Ah, see, I'm wondering see? why I was craving my wife at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so you were saying before I you were, you were, oh, sorry, you were going to say what? Yeah. No, no, you, you were going to say something. No, I wasn't. I oh, was you were going to say something. I was going to okay. take a sip of my ice cold water because I'm just hot. Keep going. <laughs> um, you so you swapped back to Google now? Yeah, I did. So well, what? see, I had Google initially, and then I was like, I want to try out Alexa. Yeah. And then I had Alexa for a little while, but then I was kind of asking Alexa questions and some of the responses I was getting back, even though a lot of the skills in it were really, really good. Some of it was like, sorry, I can't, I don't quite get that or I can't quite do it. And I got that response too much. Alexa was a bit dumb. So now I switched back to Google. To Google's credit, they sent me a Google Nest for free. So they just hit me up and like, here, you can claim one. You want to get one, we'll give it to you. And they literally just sent me one. What's a Google Nest again? It's the same as a mini. It's just a new name. Okay, just rebranded. Yeah, it looks exactly the same, oh, right? Okay. Uh, well, there's a few small little differences. Yeah. So then I got that in the mail and then I was like, all right, I'll try it again. So mm. I'm trying it again. And I like it. It's really good. Yeah. Slightly, sl- the kids complain because she's slower to switch on the lamp. Slower. It's like, <laughs> instead of one second, switch <laughs> so- on with Alexa. Sorry, kids. <laughs> it's two seconds. Like, you privileged kids. Dad. I switched Alexa, on like... Google, Google doesn't switch Google's the lights just on so in so slow. Time. I'm like... You literally didn't have to get up out of the chair to switch on that lamp. You just said, "Hey Google, turn on the lamp." Yeah, I think, and I, I think pro- I don't know about you, but I still. But first, you'll have to unlock your phone. Oh, sorry. Oh. She's probably going to turn on the lamp from here. Actually, oh. it should already be on. At home. Um, yeah. Oh damn, it's pretty good. I'll see if it does it from here. Um, sure, turning on the living room lamp. <laughs> you're it's already there. on. I'll go home and now. It's- no, it should still be on. Okay. Living room lamp on. Yeah, there you go. See that. Um, I was just about to say, like. I still, like my first TV in my room was those TVs where the volume and the off button was on the TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like you that was to, some, that was some real real decision-making shit. Like you're like, I'm, ah, oh, should I really watch this show? But damn, I'm fucking comfortable I right had now. a TV. It was a little portable one. Yeah. It was black and white. Yeah. And it didn't even have buttons to change the channel. You literally scrolled through a tuning dial. <laughs> Now kids are complaining that Alexa is a bit faster than Google. Turn on the lamp and it's like, it took two seconds, not one, dad. It's just not, it's not on, right? It's just not on. So, yeah, so I've gone to Google. However, I do ask some, some, I do like say, hey, Google, do this, whatever it is. Yeah. And then Google, stop. Sorry, I can't help with that yet. And then, um, and then... But but she just doesn't hear it from yeah. a distance. And it's supposed to be a better... The Nest is supposed to have more speakers or mics or some stuff in it. Yeah. But I'm a little bit disappointed. Okay. So... Fair enough. We'll see. Okay. I think I just need a real-life PA. <laughs> I would love... Backing off from the last PA. episode, I'd, you've got to... 
What? We, we just the last episode we we're talking about like being famous and all oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. See, it's just inherent. It's just like true. a. You no, but roll- genuinely, I genuinely really love a real life PA. If I could like pay someone per week, a PA from seven in the morning, eight in the morning till six at night yeah. every day, I would. You would to have a personal PA. That's a like personal, personal PA, a personal, personal assistant. You know what I mean? Jesus <laughs> I'm Christ. joking. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, a PA, not in a how much? Not, like not how, in a how deep? Way. How deep do you want this PA to know you though? Just do everything. Everything. Not in a douchey way. Like a, with, in a does, pop- she, does she want like? Let's just say you needed like you were like one of those people that at, before every time you were about to do a presentation that like you just go to the bathroom, for example. Would you want that PA to know? Oh, Ivan, sorry. Um, before you go in, you got to. Don't forget to go to the bathroom. Oh, no, not like that. Not to, that's, that's not... No, no, no. <laughs> like, if I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, I really feel like a cup of coffee, they'll just get a cup of coffee. Oh, uh, okay. Or if I'm like... So a slave. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they're getting paid. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> the money's enriching their lives. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm getting a real taste for this famous stuff. I, yeah, not in a douchey way. More just like, just to do some of the things that... I couldn't be bothered doing. Turn the lights off for me. <laughs> well, that's what Google does, but I'm in a real life one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I ever bought that up. I don't know. It's, I'm, it's one of those like... I, I would like a PA, EA, whatever, but I, I, I'm a, I'm a... I guess you could say I'm a little bit... Not controlling. I, I like having control of yeah. things. And not that I wouldn't trust people to do tasks for me, but I'd feel a bit like maybe they're not going to execute the way I yeah, will. They, so they'd I obviously to, need to be trained. That's, on how that's, that's, like that's, one of, that's my own fault in a sense, my own personal inbuilt fault that I have myself, but I'm a little bit kind of... Control freak. Con- yeah, obsessive. Yeah. Obsessive with little things like that. Yeah, look, I, I am too. So I just hire someone who was equally obsessive yeah. and like the attention to detail to like I guess that's what it is that. you just have to hire someone you just have like to hire you. someone that's, that's like, like that's like you but it could be something like I mean look I'd like them to be able to do I'd like to have someone that would be able to do like most stuff whether it's like you know if I have to f- send a letter or or go somewhere to pick something up and if I'm like busy doing something I can delegate a lot of day to day tasks yeah. in life yeah definitely that'd be good yeah, yeah. It could be anything. Doesn't it could be anything. It could be I mean, I gave an example of coffee just because if it's like day to day work and I feel like a coffee, yeah. They could do that. But for the most part, I like actually walking out and grabbing my own coffee because it's time away. Yeah. But I'd like to have them with me. Because then if I'm like, Oh, I need so to do like this a, when like I come a, like home. A shadow almost? Yeah. 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 It's useful. Like No, it is. You know, is. They, they they serve a a like, purpose. A purpose. Like if you if you pay them. They're to like do legitimate a lot of actually trained PAs as well. People oh, that like their thing is to understand how this person functions, not just yeah. how how they want their appointments booked, but knowing that they like a fifteen minute break in between. Yeah, not this. an executive assistant, a personal assistant. What's the difference? I think an executive assistant is isn't more an executive like, dis- assistant like an assistant to someone that's like a CEO, an executive. Yeah, yeah. So but, a PA but, is someone well, for a yeah, manager. Yes, but the way I look at it, it's more like an EA is probably just gets paid more, maybe. No, not necessarily. Maybe they, the, an EA goes on the holidays with them to Cabo. Maybe. In Mexico. But, <laughs> no, but a personal assistant will do that too. But I think the the way the way I would see a... And they're pretty much almost probably the same, but one would be to an executive or they call them an executive assistant because it's more of the formal title. Yeah. 
but I think they probably essentially do the same sort of thing. I would say they do the same thing. It's the fancier title. Well, I know an executive assistant, they pretty much manage and control their and life. inboxes go through the whole that thing. person. That's the that's, that's the, the executive assistant. That's like the one that I struggle with. When you send someone an email who has an EA, yeah. they don't read it first. Well, they've got access to it, but often... No, the will, EA reads it first. Yeah, it goes through the EA and they'll know who to filter for their and they'll probably file. It's they'll say this the is privacy though. But that's what you, you put your they trust into somebody like that. everything about you. Yeah. I don't know. Don't know. Like, maybe. Why? Like, what? What's there to hide, though? Um, maybe nothing. But there could be at times you want something private. Yeah. Then you just switch off and like have the day off. I'll handle everything from here. And then five minutes later, I need my coffee. <laughs> like, I'll handle everything from here. Where's five minutes later, can I my coffee, please? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's yeah. a matter of getting used to it. But I get, to. yeah, that just sounds like you're very like, you, you like that control. I just, see, I hate even saying the word because I know, I don't feel like I'm It's a got a negative connotation to it. Yeah. It does. The whole control thing. Control. It does. Yeah. I but know. it's not a negative thing. It's just because people perceive it that way, but it's not. I actually, I actually like to an extent being in control of a lot of things because I like to control the outcome and the quality of the output. Yeah. But as time goes on and you obviously have to put your trust in other people to do certain things for you, you there I, I've had to learn to like have to step back and not be as controlling. That's, that's a skill in itself. It's hard because you, you've got to trust in people to um, do, like do, do the quality of work that you'd hope to do, but you know that they might not do it exactly how you would do it anyway. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you've got to accept that that's okay. Yeah. And then you kind of end up getting the reward in seeing that they feel like they've done a good job anyway. Yeah, yeah. And then when you thank them and, re- and and reward them or or give them good feedback, they feel good after it. So it kind of compensates your lack of having control because you're kind of indirectly being able to make someone happy, I guess. Yeah, no, no. If they no, feel it good makes doing per- something. It if makes perfect a, sense. If they're a control freak as well, yeah. they will like to take it off you. Yeah, because yeah, that's right. But if you're a control freak and you never go through that process of letting someone do those tasks for you, you just, you're always just stuck in that same yeah. position, which is, yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm at. But I, like, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm like to the point where I'll even have like my desk laid out in a certain way. Yeah. Like I like it that point. Like you'd want them to organize it that way too. No, I have it organized like that now. And someone will often come past and they'll like start to Do talk to me. Do you know when like, someone's moved your pink highlighter? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. I come like out on the weekend, too. something's moved. I'm like, what the hell is that? What but the- people will often come up and talk to me at my desk. And if they know how my desk is lined up, they'll like bump my yeah. stationary thing. Yeah. Like, oh, and they quickly fix it back up the same position. It was. Cause they know you're they like, know that? It's like oh, that now. you've, you've like, you've spread those, like those OCD jokes. <laughs> <laughs> those OCD jobs. <laughs> I, I I've got some clients that work for like big like I guess companies, and they don't have an. I'm, a, oh, sorry, dude. I'm like wet your table with this ice cup. That's fine. Is that like? Yeah, that's no, all good. It'll survive. Um, yeah. What's it called? Um, you got clients? Yeah, I got clients that work in like big companies, like big like corporate banks and stuff. Yeah. And it's a first in best dressed. What do you mean? To like a, a like a to a desk. Oh, really? Yeah. I'd hate that. I know. That's what I said too. I was like, what? I can understand. Because they've all got laptops and it's just like getting Oh, it's in. like a hot desk thing. But it, but it's proper set out. Like every, like but like people prefer to be maybe near a window or near an nah. exit. Or, but it's like a first in best dress. They're like, I was speaking to some clients and they were like, oh, just, I, I really want to go to my yoga class in the morning, but 
I know I've got a busy day ahead of me, so I want to get into work early. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, just, you know, stay back. He's like, no, no, the problem is if I get in late, I'm going to miss out on my desk. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? Miss out on your desk. Like, it's just a communal desk area. Wow. Everyone's just like, got the is same it, setup. Is it a co-working space? No, it's just like That's cubicles. just how they've set it up. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm curious, is that particular client, do you find that they adapt very well to lots of different things? That specific person? Yeah. I don't know if I know them well enough to, to do that, but I, it sounded like, just by the way they were that talking... That might be the culture they want in the workplace, to be very adaptable and not cling to certain things. I think when They want that flexibility in the team. I think as well, they don't want to... You know how like there's that area in the office? Yeah. There's that, that team or like the little cliques of people, like yeah, little groups. Yeah. They probably want to try and That's break different. that up. I've never... I See, know. I've been in a situation before where um, trying to work out new layouts of like, you know... Um, where certain people have got to sit and rearranging and redesigning office areas. And I kind of think like, because some people get very territorial with their space and their desk yeah. and they're like, oh, I have to have it like this way. It's like, but hold on a second. You work for the company. The company tells you how your desk is going to, where it's going to be. You don't exactly. get to tell the company. It's you how you micromanage your little your and desk. You, it, like- yeah, but but if someone has their space and that's their space, that's if that's where they're going to work and they know that they function in a certain way and they need that to perform then sometimes I think you have to just realize that some workers don't like to be disturbed. It becomes their little zone, especially if they're introverted. But is that organization or is that obsessive compulsive? No, like, for example, I'm very introverted, right? Yeah. And I'm but quite, you're talking about spaces and how things but are. It's, but your, it's how your, they perform. It's all pattern. Your space is directly linked to you if you're an introvert yeah. to how you will perform as well. So you're saying like introverts are more obsessive? Uh, I I wouldn't be able to generalize that because I don't I, but if I you don't could, know. If, if you but could... speaking from my own experience with myself, one hundred percent. I would agree with you because I'm I'm, I'm naturally introverted as well, and I'm obsessive about little things like yeah, that. Yeah, hundred percent. Especially with <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if most introverts have some element of or show some sort of obsessive compulsive yeah. tendencies. I'm like, and that that's just work. speaking from experience because I like know that I've with got work. OCD. So, like, when, because with the clinic, right? So, I'm only there Monday to Friday, and on the weekends, I've got therapists there. And so, some of them use my room, which, yeah. which is, which I'm happy for them to use. Like, obviously, they, you know, it's a spare room. I'm not there. They might as well use my, might as well use the room. And it's like, every Monday morning, I've got this, like, it's weird. Like, I'm driving, I don't think about it, and I don't, and I only creeps into my spine the moment I pull into work. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to have to... It's that. Because it's your room? Because it's my room. And I know when they, they don't always put things back the exactly way. how yeah. it was. A place for everything and everything in its place. Everything has its place in my room. It's, like, it's yeah. almost like a, you know, like a recon mission. It's like it all has a purpose, yeah. right? And um, every time I walk into the room, there's always something that's like out. And I'll tell Tasha, like, ah, far out. This I've got to gotta speak to the therapist and I've got to tell them this. And she looks at me, she's like, you're seriously going to pull people apart about where the stool should be as opposed to where they put it <laughs> and why the clock is facing that way and why like the other day they changed my clock to um non 24 hour time i uh, know and they just threw i was like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh shit i'm gonna die oh, like i'm gonna change why the fuck you change my, my clock, clock. For? i pay the goddamn bills around here <laughs> like what why why <laughs> Why did you don't know how to like do people seriously? If you're above the age of 
20, you should know 24 hour time. You know what? Though? And I was like, someone was who doesn't really do my head in man. much care for the detail. Yeah. They would not intentionally be like, I'm not changing. But why it back. change the clock for? Because to them, it's like, oh, I just want to see it in a different time. Don't touch it. <laughs> I know that, but that's because you got a, you got that attention to detail. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm, it's tongue in cheek. I'm mucking around. Like it doesn't bother me that much, just a little. But um, <laughs> like I'll get in, and I'm just like, ah, oh, you are the weakest. My, my Monday <laughs> morning has to start off with like putting shit back to where it is, and yeah. like, you know, I know they need to use my room because I'm not there. But it's just kind of like I get like that when occasion because we've got this thing where routinely the all the desks get sanitized and cleaned. And you then, must feel so happy when that I, happens. Well, yes, but then all the stuff's moved. <sighs> dun, dun, you know, dun. and there's this thing where it's like you can't leave a mug on your desk. Okay. But when I leave my mug on my desk, it's because I don't want my mug in the cupboard because it's my mug. Because <laughs> I don't want no one else it. to touch my goddamn mug, <laughs> right? But I clean my. That's mug. a personal hygiene thing. I but I clean my mug. But I have my mug laid out on the left hand side. Do you put your mug side. in the drawer? <laughs> no, I have it cleaned to the left hand side, writing facing me, under the left hand side of my monitor. Mm. So and did they uh, pick your mug up and put it in the kitchen? And that has happened a few times. Ooh, how does and that make I'm you like, feel? Where's my mug? How does that make you feel? Um. Do you feel like you need to rewash the mug? I I was before you like it's it's sparkling. No, I re I rewashed it after I shredded my resignation letter. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) I rewashed the mug. (laughs) Uh, Quit! I can't handle this anymore. Oh god! Whereas if I had a PA, they'd get in there before me and they'd fix shit up. <laughs> yeah, they would. <laughs> so then I come in and then just my desk is there ready for me. It's like if you your desk is prepared. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> um, but I'm super like I'm super like organized like that. But it's not just because that's definitely an obsessive thing though. hundred percent, well. it's an obsessive yeah. thing. But it's not. It serves a purpose though. A lot of people think it's just oh you're just doing that because you're like you're, oh you're so anal you like everything ordered. It's not. It serves a purpose. Yeah. And I'm very big on like 5S, the whole 5S process. Yes, sort you shine, before. Um, you know, and I've like run multiple 5S projects where I've worked. Yeah. Do you want to give um, people a, a, an example of 5S for those who don't? So, yeah. So, you've got 5S. Just a, just like a, quick, got, just a quick like breakdown of what 5S is. So, basically, is. it's I think I think originally it started back in like maybe Toyota or some Japan Japanese company. I'm pretty sure it might have been Toyota. Like a motor vehicle company? Yeah. And okay. basically, it's like you standardize. You, so, you sort, you shine, you um, stand, systemize. Uh, there's like five S's of what you do. Like yeah. the 11 PM, and I'm getting blank. I can't remember what all the different words are. Yeah. But they've actually got Japanese words for each one. Mm-hmm. But essentially what you do is like you go into, say if you go into a, um, like your garage, for example. Hey, and it's like garage. fully messed up. So you go and then you basically go, what? What don't I need in here anymore? Yeah. So I'm going to sort everything out into, I'm going to throw this out. You know, paint cans go with paint cans. All the screws, nuts and bolts go with, those things, yeah, you power tools, group, go group power tools. You group it all together, yeah. and then you basically, you if you want to go real extreme, you'll do like a spaghetti diagram or a, work out where your where your. If you say if you had to like go into your garage, like an index. are you gonna put your lawnmower in the back corner when you know your car's gonna be in the way? Because then you've got to like move the car. car. You got to get so you put it in a system. functional place with less movement. Yeah, and you basically lay everything out so it minimizes the amount of time to get to what you need to do and to perform a task. And it's very tidy and clean. You'll put your tool back in the same spot to the point where you'll draw around the tool yeah. so you know that tool goes there. Exactly there. Um, and it all comes down to functionality. Yeah. And, and I've taken it to the point effective, where... Effective functionality Yeah, 100%. Well. 
And I've taken it to the point where if I have 5S an area, I'll take a photo of the before and after. Mm -hmm. And then you take a photo of, say, for example, like even my, I've had even had it like for a desk drawer. Yeah. You open up the drawer, there's a photo. Yeah. And then when you, you've got the photo in close proximity to the drawer, where if you open the drawer, you should the know stapler is. is on the left, the it's picture's on the left. on the left, you've got it in that thing. That's right. And then you audit that process. Yeah. That's like extreme when you get to your drawer. But, but it makes sense because sometimes, super you're, massive sometimes you're doing things and like you could be like facing your desk and you just reach over with your right and hand, you know where it is. open the drawer. You're not looking at the drawer, but and you know, yep. picture, visualized memory that staplers on the bottom left. You yep. just go, bunk, click, yep. put it back, close the drawer. Whereas if you're just scrummaging around, you're like, fuck, where's the stapler? Like, where you stapler? have to turn around. Stapler? Have you got a calculator? You got a ruler? It's yeah. Like it's there. Nah. It's all there. I'm doing, if I'm doing I'm like working there. away and I'm doing a calculation, I'm like, oh, what's the percentage of this? I literally just turn my hand to the right, right and there it and is. And I have a calculator sitting right next to um, yeah. where my hand proximity is because I know I'm going to use a calculator. Exactly. I've got my charging cables looped through a clip that sits on the edge, ready to go in. Like it's just laid out. Just it's just in order. <laughs> <laughs> I'm massive with like like uh, like filing. That's um, your strength. My filing. Got, yeah. Like I remember when we were I'm still building the house. <laughs> but you, yeah, there's different ways of filing. I know you use Evernote a lot. And we'll get to that in a second. But but yeah, electronically it's different. Yeah. And and I'm definitely not against it, but I still like a physical hard copy of things. Yeah. Maybe that's just the old school in me. But I remember when we were still built, that my house was still like maybe about two or three months away from being built. And we were crashing with my parents until... It was like almost done. My files, like essentially my room became mine and obviously Tasha's room as well. Yeah. So I had to like put my shit somewhere else because she had to put her stuff in my room as well. Yeah. So the thing that I had to kind of bake away was my filing. So I'm not joking for like the those three months where my everything was like in like one big manila folder. Oh man, I had like four... I think I remember roughly not, anxiety about it. Because no. you ended up buying a filing cabinet and then you ended up getting... You put, you put it the together. filing cabinet together for me? <clears throat> yeah, you were like... Because like a zillion screws. Yeah, I you're like, like can you help us put this. this filing cabinet together? So we put it together and then you ended up spending time filing all your paperwork. But the thing is, there was so much stuff to do in the house because we had just moved into the house. I remember that and time. I, and there was like stuff to be done outside because we still hadn't done the landscaping. There was like legitimate, more important things to do in the house because we had just moved into a brand new built home but i spent half a day organizing my files because i actually admired how you i'm like man this is really good i really got to do that yeah and um confession i still say to myself i have to do that (laughs) i just that was like fucking six years ago i just like the fact because your sister's similar to you she's not that she's not all like she's like very good at a job but putting things into files and whatever paper it's paper she's, it's not it's her paper. thing so she'll often just go oh um going down to get something jp i need the um the boys birth certificate i'll be like second draw um a second draw third file think. yeah see that's the, yeah i'm not like that. and she'll be like you sure i'm like i'm 100 sure and she goes even if i'm not 100 sure it says on the file like ident- yeah, identifications, impressed. like everything's there, passports, all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? That I that is my biggest weakness. Demo- and and sometimes she'll like, she'll like, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So she'll pull out the file, and then like 
take what she needs and just like leaves the file on the desk. And you just come in, you freak out. Yeah, freak out. I'm like, you got to put that back. <laughs> you got to put that file back. It's like, like put that back. And then, and then, and then file seventies divorce paperwork. If you do that again, <laughs> I was like, you got to put that back. She's like, what do you mean? I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm actually not joking. Now put it back. <laughs> yeah, just stuff like that. Filing. It, it's to your credit. It's just certainly your strength. I suck with that electronic filing. It's different. You're like good our at Google that. Drive for our podcast. Yeah, you're good at that. The file names are like there is not an odd space between file names, and all file names are named the same sort of stuff way. Yeah, it's like show notes dash episode good, you're, number. You're good at that techie kind of. I like ordering that stuff electronically. Yeah. I did the same thing at work because you don't have hard copies of like bills or stuff like that. You just take a photo of it. I get it emailed to me now, and you email it to yourself. If and then if it's they like, say, "Do you want paper or electronic?" I'm like, "Give me electronic." Yeah, I still get the electronic one too. But if yeah. there's like even just random paperwork, I still like to. I don't. I'll be like, yeah, I I'll still- put that and I file it on like a shelf. And then I'll put the other one on top because I'm like, that's that's where it is. I know I've got to, I've got, I've got to file that. Yeah. And then I stack another one on top and another one on top and another one on top. And then I'm like, I need a paperwork. It's in the pile. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that. Like, no joke. If you had to open that cabinet right behind you now and go to that very first drawer, it's locked. Sorry. Oh, you just opened it. Careful. So you're for. Not proper, man. If you go, if you go to the very first one, it says like Sydney Water or whatever. Sydney Water. Okay, it's got my very first bill in there. Gas. Yeah. Rates. Tap, bro. Bro, it's literally. It's got. It's got the very <laughs> first bill from the from the very first like one from living in this house. Bro, I'm I don't know why for, I'm I got it. I still, PA, I, I still um... got it. <laughs> I still got it. I just. I don't know. I'll five S your garage <laughs> if you organize my paperwork. Have you seen my stuff. garage? Yeah, it's but you've got S. good shelves and stuff. Yeah, I know. I got to get some good shelves. Oh man, I want to paint my floor like blue and like sticky tape around like the broom. <laughs> it's like I want to put it's like, like a science lab. I want to put a little signage around it. Say, call it broom and like sticky tape around it. When that's where you put the broom. <laughs> put like a put like a little hazard sticker on it. I, but I couldn't do that though because my wife would grab the broom and then she'd be like doing something else and then put she'd put it back else. in another spot and yeah. I'm like oh. That sounded really sexist me saying my wife would grab the my room. <laughs> but the honesty That's not how I meant there it. There's honestly a really fine line between being obsessive compulsive and being organized. Really is a super fine line. It's like organize, organize, oh, oh nah, that's obsessive. It's like obsessive, obsessive, oh nah, organized. It's like there's just this really, really thin hairline. People argue that everyone has some form of obsessive compulsive disorder, right? Yeah. Or they call it OCD. When you actually use the proper term, OCD actually has its own real symptoms yeah. that are very different. Like, gotta wash my, to gotta wash my hands seven times right? so that I can win the competition on the weekend. That's like obsessive compulsive. Yes. Gotta put my red undies on before I put my blue sock on. Otherwise, my whole family's gonna, gonna die, die in a car. Yeah, that's obsessive That's like compulsive. OCD level stuff, right? Yeah, but, but then there's like the stuff that we've just said. It's like, is it obsessive compulsive? I like, think it's got... Or is it just organization? Because it doesn't really matter if my wife takes out the file and leaves it on the desk. Well, it does. Well, does it? It does. I, for me, it does. But it's like someone will be like, who cares? Just the file's on the desk. That's what she'll say. It's on the desk. Who cares? I'm like, well, just put it back. But it's what it's linked to, though. Yeah, organization. See, that, well, see, what happens, though, is sometimes if things aren't ordered for some people, like, for example, right? Yeah. If I... If I feel like there's a lot of chaos going on in my life or there's a lot of busyness or something like that, I feel like if things are ordered in a certain way, yeah. it's less noise around me so that I don't feel clust- like cluttered and like bogged in by my surroundings. So I feel like I've got less burden. I can focus on the challenges that I'm facing. Yeah. So there's a direct link to certain things, mm, right? Mm. Um, and I think... 
it has some link to that, then there's some level of it helps you just stay organized. But then there's another aspect to it now where I'm also very particular about things and I'll know that it may be perceived as being very particular to other people. Yeah. But I'm allowing that to be evident because I know I'll produce a certain output that's linked to that. Yeah. And it will almost be a part of the... the that you you can tell that I did it because it was done that way. Yeah. And if someone said questions why it's being done, I'm like, the reason why we're doing this this way is because we're going to get this outcome. And then when yeah. you get the outcome, it's like, there you go. There you go. There's a reason for that. Yeah. And that's because of this, this, and this system. And someone else tries to adopt it, it. Yeah. Then it also works for them too, kind of thing. It's like systems as well. Exactly. It's almost but systemizing. It's like, are systems are almost obsessive as well. It, like, I agree with systems. I'm playing devil's obs- advocate, right? Obsession, obsession, when systematized, becomes a system, yeah. and then it's no longer an obsession. No, I like that. Say that again. So an obsession when it's when oh fuck what did I say? <laughs> it sounded good. So man. when when an obsession is so it's on record anyway, so it's all good. When, when you when an obsession becomes systematized, yeah, it's no longer an obsession; it's a system. system. Okay. So right. you can so essentially what you're saying is, oh no no that's not what yeah all no. systems are created because someone's very particular about something. Yeah. Right. See, like, and they're trying to get to. They're trying to have an input, get to an output in the shortest period of time mm. with the least amount of noise and clutter. Yeah. That's a system. Yeah. Right? And it takes someone with a level of detail and particularness to 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 do that well. Yeah. If you write a program or a code, for example, some people write code and they'll write it like really, really messy, yeah. right? Um, and then some people write their code, it's like very clean. And you go into it and you know that's how they write that's their code. That's how they write it, yeah. There's, there's this laid out in a certain way and it's nice and clean. Um, and usually the way they function in a lot of things matches that level of cleanliness. Mm-hmm. All their paperwork and documentation is there to support it. If something goes wrong, they can troubleshoot it very easily. Whereas if someone goes and writes something up in a pro, it's very te- be technical, but a good example where the way they code is like really, really messy and you go, can you troubleshoot this for me? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll get to it. And they didn't get to it for fucking four weeks because they've got like a shit pile, ton of pile of paperwork yeah. and they've got to sort through it and they can't remember where the file was saw- stored. Yeah. But they wrote good code. Yeah. But it's just a mess. Yeah. So if you ever want to fix it, it's like, I'll get to it. Yeah. It just bleeds into everything. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's funny how people interpret your system and they think instantaneously they want to either change it or do it their own way because that's how they remember it. But then you have to go back to them and say, no, 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 this is my system. This is how it's going to function if you do it this way. Yeah. Right? Like a classic one is with with, with my training program with that work. You'll tell people like, this is how you release this certain muscle and this is how you stretch this certain muscle. But in order to do that, you need to be on this side of the table. Yeah. Your hips need to be facing this way and your their legs should be anchoring on your leg and then you'll turn your body this way, for yeah. example. And the reason why it's like that is I, I always base my system in, one, it, the, more, the more effectiveness for the patient. Yeah. Two, the less strain on yourself. Yeah. And three... It just doesn't look wonky for them because, like, when they're on the table, if you look like you're sweaty and you're like trying to hold their leg, and you you look as a therapist, there's an element um, of placebo there probably as yeah, well. Yeah, they they if they're getting the a stretch, they're getting. yeah, if they're getting like a stretch or a muscle <clears throat> release done, and you're awkwardly doing it, or you look you look weird doing it, they're going to be thinking they'll receive the treatment differently. Differently. So that's the the, the three Agreed. phases, yeah. right? 
And then you will often find that one therapist will want to change one of those phases. And yeah. I'm like, no, no, but if you change that, they're not going to feel that the same. Or yeah. if you turn this way, you're going to look yeah. like this. But their response might, because they don't value it as high. I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't really matter though. It's just that. It's That's, like, oh, no, 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 no. You're not understanding. It does matter. I've been doing it, this shit for 15 years. It matters. It does matter. Yes. But their naivety doesn't allow them to see the whole picture. Yeah. And that's through lack of experience. Yeah. Often people don't have enough of experience to see the whole thing or they can't see things so laterally and wide and everything's connected enough yeah. that they miss the bits in the middle. Yeah. It's it takes someone with talent to be able to set up that system well enough and connect all that's the dots right. in the first place. And then people who don't, and it's not, that's just some people don't think that way. They don't connect the dots in the same way. But I think it's disrespectful when people go like I'm. I've always been a one where I'm like I might be interpreting someone's system and think, oh, "This is crap," but I'm gonna copy it to a T. Yeah. Out of pure respect for the fact that they've done this longer than me, even though I'm constantly refining it and thinking, "No, I would still change this." But then I think eventually, like there's a light bulb moment where you go. Oh shit, they're actually right. Yeah, I get. Yeah, uh, but I think for whatever reason, people are kind of steering away from that. Of like, oh, no, no, I think I can change it. Well, but that's because everyone's everybody wants to get in and prove themselves quick. Yeah, it takes a level of humility to walk in and be like, let's just sit back and just and just watch, watch for a while, and learn, observe and learn. Yeah, and take things in and then see what can be fixed and yeah. improved. Because you've done it repetitively that many times, yeah. you've made the mistake that many times that yep. you go well i've made a mistake that many times i'm i know what not to do yeah kind of thing do you know what i mean and um yeah it's it's classic and you often just go all right well you do it your way then and they do it their way and the client's like oh no i could feel the stretch and then i'm like okay now i'll tell them to go oh, now do it that same way but do it with the way i've told you to stand yeah and the client will go oh yeah. i that feel was- that a little bit more here and i'm like there you go. Yeah, exactly. And then their face is like, son of a bitch. Yeah. But <laughs> your experience, like that's yeah. how that's how it should be. I don't know. People need to respect that. People just, just, be, just be soldiers. Like learn, man. Like learn your rank. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to peel it back a little bit. Like with um, going back to the fine line between obsessive, compulsive and organization. <laughs> like even like when if you've ever been like, like, I think everyone's done this, right? You get in the car, you're driving. And it feels like five minutes later, you pull out work and you're like, holy shit. Like, we had how did idea. I just get to work? Yeah. Right. That's because I would imagine most people have even a system of how to drive to work, what lane to be in and all that yep. kind of stuff. And I was driving to, to a restaurant with um, some friends a couple of weeks ago. And I know that this particular road, um, there's like two lanes on the left that turn to the left, but then yeah. we need to quickly turn to the right. Yeah. And I was in the far right lane. And the, the, the left lane was completely empty. And he's like, dude, go to left and go. But I know if I go on the left lane and go all the way up, as I need to then turn to the right, could be stuck. I have to. Get, I might get stuck and yeah. I've got to put my blinker on. And if I don't get, if people don't let me in, I actually have to go through that yeah. roundabout and have to do a U-turn. Yeah. So like, I'm, t- I'm trying to tell them that and they're looking at me like, what are you talking, what about, are you talking about? The lane's free, just get in it. Just get it, the lane's free. Go, it's like, bitch, you're a passenger, shut up. <laughs> it's like, no, no, you don't understand. Like, <laughs> if I stay in this lane, it's safer. <laughs> we go up, we turn left, and I'm already in the right lane to turn right onto the next street. But, 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 and they look at you like you're an alien, like you're a moron. Yeah. Just go and then in the left lane. And when you try lane, and explain it, this is where the frustration and comes I'm like, in. Because they're like, 
That guy did, just doesn't really matter. It just you could have just went in the lane and you could have changed. You're like, and that's no, that's what ended up happening. A full on, not like not an argument, but a full on discussion. Like it doesn't matter. I'm like, it does matter because <laughs> yeah. what happens if we go in the left lane? I drive all the way up and then that lane starts to move and I try and put my blinker to get in front of those people and they're like, nah, screw you, man. You tried to jump the line. I'm not letting you in because a lot yeah. of people do that and then you're stuck. Yeah, I don't want to be stuck. I just want to do my pattern. Yeah, and people look at you like you're an alien. What's I wrong know. with you? But I just look at them. I'm like, and I'm like I've just transcended <laughs> intelligence to level seven being. So you just need to stop. Okay, just just don't talk. And then when they're talking to you, the back of your mind's like, defend yourself. And then you're thinking, shit, maybe it is a little bit obsessive compulsive. I'm yeah. not sure. Some, there's been times where that's what I that's what I meant by when I was talking about it before. It's like sometimes you need to give up that control. Yeah. Because like you, you do, you definitely do. You do because otherwise you're just going to be seen as obnoxious and like. And I don't just, really worry about being seen as obnoxious. That's, no, just, that's but, always up to people's interpretation. But it's like letting go is a big thing just spiritually as well. Oh, of course. Just and, let, and, just but, who cares? Also, like, who cares? Don't worry about it. You know? Yeah. I remember this right. one time and it's only been one time. Tasha's like, I was just so busy. There's just so many things on. Like I needed to cut the grass and she's like, don't worry about it. I've organized someone to cut the grass. I was like, <gasps> your grass? This is years ago. I was like, you what? You what? You organize? And they came and they, and you know what? They actually did a good job. But I was like, I was just, just it just like, didn't feel right. I, like I waited for it to grow an inch and then I cut it. <laughs> it <was> like, yeah. <laughs> just to get your own Just it's like, no, no, they they, yeah. they didn't go across this way. They went that way. They entered your turf. <laughs> it's my turf, man. <laughs> don't my cut turf. my grass. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. Oh, uh, you know, I, I look, I think being obsessive and being very particular has its place um it can be seen as being like you know as i said before obnoxious sometimes you said spiritually you just got to let it go um but i think it plays a part in it plays a part in getting a good outcome Mm. i think it gets it plays a part in getting a consistent outcome i think it plays a part in getting a good outcome for somebody else and not only that it just feels good i think there's something feels good when things are in order inherently whether it be like... I think change is the biggest fear as well with most people and with obsessive compulsive disorder because if you change the pattern or change someone doing a task for you as opposed to you doing it, there's a fear of, oh, is it going to be done properly? When it's true obsessive compulsive disorder, it's not linked to that. It's linked to a very inherent fear of something extravagantly bad happening if it's not done that way. That's exactly what happens in OCD. Yeah. To the point where if it's like, if someone puts the cup down facing the wrong direction, yeah. you don't go, oh, the cup's in the wrong direction. It's like, the cup's in the wrong direction. Everyone's about to die. And <laughs> yeah, they lit- literally, extreme. literally the thoughts. It's like, if, they, if, I don't, if, I, if I don't fix that cup, yeah. then three people are going to die by hitting a pole and it's going to be terrible death on the way home. <laughs> no, it's, it's, but it's, it's it, terrible. And it's inherently though. like that. It's these, I feel really feel sorry for those people. Like I've seen some of those shows and like, you don't know how, how real they are, but you see them on like documentaries and stuff and you just really feel for those people. It's, how they got to, to that state of like, it, obviously it starts small and then it just goes in, it goes deeper to that. Yeah. You feel, they're just paralyzed within their own body. It's just nonstop. And it's, they just can't, you just cannot stop doing the same ritual over and over and over again until you get a level of certainty yeah. to where you know it's not going to happen anymore. Yeah. And it's all because like it's not if you wanted to reframe obsessive compulsive disorder, yeah. you could rightly call it obsessive certainty disorder. 
because it's all about getting certainty. That is the ultimate goal of an OCD person. Certainty? To get, that's why they do their rituals. Okay. To get assurance and certainty that whatever they're thinking about will not eventuate. Okay. That's why they check the door locks. That's why they check, they touch the door before they've closed it off the car. They don't step on the cracks. They don't step on the cracks. They'll wash their hands 15 times. Yeah. It's nonstop like that. Yeah, it's It's paralyzing. It's horrible, man. Um, But on the flip side, there are a lot of benefits if it's controlled well to getting a good outcome. Yeah. And some of that is like if you obsess over getting seven hours of study per day, yeah, you will get seven hours of study per day. And you will achieve for that. 100%. Yeah. But to the point where it's like, Rather than do all the other obsessions, it's like how do you control it to the point where you wipe all of that out? Yeah, and then you use it to your advantage. I was a bit like that when I was studying as well. Like not to a point where oh, if I don't do it three and a half hours, I'm going to fail. It was more I to feel comfortable within myself. I needed to do three and a half hours of this and two and a half hours of that. Yeah, but it didn't have like a off. Oh, I don't. I'm going to fail. It was more of me feeling satisfied with myself. Yeah. So I'm like. Is that obsessive compulsive disorder? To an extent, maybe not super extreme, because it wasn't attached to the catastrophe of someone's going to die. Well, no, or that's something different. bad's going to happen. Well, if, yeah, because you might not have had it extreme, but if you have it fully extreme, you'll so is that a level it. of obsessive compulsive disorder? Well, possibly, it could be a little. So bit. then, it it, <clears throat> it could be a little. Bit. Going back to start or, or halfway through the show, then probably everybody's got it or you've just valued you've just you might have calculated to yourself that look probably to get this to satiate with this subject well enough yeah it's probably going to take me about two and a half hours to get it if i study every day probably two and a half hours if i get that two and a half hours i'll be fine but most subjects as well they set about a, a barrier not a barrier like a benchmark they'll often say okay this assessment task that is requires ab- yeah but that's full of shit though that's what that i'm saying a, that is a phony number pulled out of somebody's that's ass. what i'm saying so they send a benchmark they're like <clears throat> this assessment task requires 10 hours of this and 30 hours of that and you kind of think okay so then what happens if i don't do 30 hours that's not linked it's crazy why would they do that because it's what they think will happen maybe it's 15 hours of class time plus one hour of revision for every hour of that 20 hours of practice course yeah it's not it, that 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 number's a phony number, and but you could see how people can fall into an obsessive yes. compulsive um, behavior, <clears throat> not like the full extreme disorder, but a behavior if they've like breezed through this task, and it says fifteen hours, but they've done it in five, and they're like, oh, well, shit, should I be doing more? Yeah, but that's because they inherently are fearful of a lot of other stuff around that as well, yeah. and ends up bleeding into that. Yeah, so it's like. Because I remember back when I was at like uni days and I'd sit, study for like seven hours and then it'd come, I'd go, all right, Nat, I'm going to come over now. And I had studied for six and a half hours and mm-hmm. I'd go and sit down and she's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, oh, I, uh, I didn't finish my study time. She's like, well, you've been at it all day. I'm like, yeah, and I did six and a half hours. Yeah, but I got to finish this last time. I, I, I should have done seven. Yeah. And she says, oh, you've even left and gone and studied again more. And I'm like, I never did that. But she reckons <laughs> I did. Yeah. But to the point where I'm like, I have to study for seven hours. Yeah. So, because if you didn't, what was the outcome? To me, I just got so fixated on, I had locked in seven. I needed to commit to myself seven. for that. So I wouldn't let myself down. So were you disappointed when you didn't complete Do seven? It? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I just would fret over it. Would you like the next day, would you do like eight to get to? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like as in like a, like a, like a kitty type yeah, thing. Yeah. I would. 
Yeah. Or I'd be I like, I did that too. It's funny. It's funny you did the same yeah. thing. It's like, you know, like because I used to work like a like a very early hour <clears throat> of the morning job yeah. where I'd start at like five in the morning and I'd finish at like say eleven a.m. or sometimes twelve p.m. And a lot of my classes were like kind of late afternoon, evening, and I knew I had a certain amount of time. Yeah. And then there'll be times where like someone might call me or like the freaking neighbor might come around and talk about something, and I'm just like, oh come on, go away. I've got to finish these last yeah. half an hour, 40 minutes. And then it's like, I've got to get ready because I've got to catch the bus or not the bus, the train and whatever. And I'm yeah. just, I'll, I'll be like, shit, like I didn't get to that last hour because I just got sidetracked with stupid stuff. stuff. Yeah. So then uh, the next day, I'd, I don't know, I'd somehow come up with finishing that hour that I missed the, the day before. Yeah. It's weird. That's definitely obsessive compulsive disorder. To an extent. I yeah, would. 100%. I mean, look, I'd say it's an OCD trait, but I don't, I think it's very different true true ocd yeah like maybe there's levels to it obviously i think there's levels to it there's when you get to the full to full level to it it's like it's just different yeah um but i but i certainly think there's ways to control it to the point where it's to your benefit but look the the, the day-to-day thing i think in wrapping it up it's like being organized having things in its place having it done in a certain way i think it's got benefits and you know, I respect if people like it that way and being very particular if someone lays out in a certain way or put it back you just that respect, way. You've got to respect people and how they function. Exactly. I when you try important. and change someone's functionality, like, no, no, you're doing it wrong. It's like, let them figure it out that they're yes. doing it wrong. If they're doing it wrong, then they're doing it wrong. Yes. But it's how they operate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which coming full swing back to the start, it's like when I was saying, sometimes it's okay to let go of some of that control and let other people take over it because it helps them develop in their area yeah and then they get some reward out of it let them figure it out yeah you know because they'll learn that and there's also that fine line of like well should i ask them like as in like do you need help and if they don't say oh well how would you run this system if they don't ask you that then you don't give Yeah, but often it's just look in my opinion and my experience this is how i've seen it work before yeah um, That's another way of it. saying the way you're doing it is wrong. No, try no, no, this. no, no. You say it with humility, though, and you genuinely. But ultimately, say it. you're saying you're doing it wrong. Try it like this. No, because what I would say is, I've through my experience, this is what I've seen work before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could take that on board. Or you can try it any way you like. If you don't, if you disagree with it, have a crack and do it your own way. Yeah. If it doesn't work, maybe go back and and see what I've offered. Yeah. Or mix it up and come up with something different, but. Ultimately, this is the goal that we want to get to. Yeah. And just let them grow with it. Some yeah. things you're just like, no, it has to be done this way. It's yeah. Because my experience, I know it's going to I turn out this way. I think ultimately, I don't know what you're saying. You but have most... to apply experience. Yeah. I think most people though, when they say that, I think deep down to the core, they're trying to tell you, they've noticed the mistake. Because if, no, if there's no mistake or they're doing it your way, you're not going to tell them, oh, you're doing no. it right. You're just going to sometimes you got to let people realize that because they're going to get that experience that they won't get unless they make the mistake you let them fall you have to yeah training wheels yeah all righty that was a nice episode i think so i think i just want to quickly uh we were supposed to do this every um show well not every like every second show but i thought it'd be time to uh, update or now has it changed i'm uh, not re- oh kind of 20 percent of our listeners now yeah. Are from the United States. Has it gone up? Yeah. Oh, it was a bit go. less. But it's, it's well, well, the Australia's gone down, or or the United States have gone up. But essentially, it's like an eighty seventeen percent, and the rest is like Canada, Germany, India. But I thought we'll do a quick. Uh, we didn't have India last time, did we? India um, jumped on. Was it? I think so. So I want to just let's do like a quick. Uh, 
suburb update in who's winning. Bronte was first last time, wasn't it? I uh, can't remember. All right, third place. Is Bronte. Is it Bronte's third Bronte's place now? third place. I thought they were number one before. No, I think, but they were up there. So Bronte third place. Yeah. Second place, Albion Park. I'm pretty sure they were first before, or they might have been. I can't remember now. Yeah. But a whopping, they by far fourteen percent. Yeah. Is Dully Chill. Wow. Dully Chill still going strong. It Thank is. you to all the listeners in Dully Chill, Sydney, New South Wales. That's interesting. Who is listening to the Journey to River? Keep it up, guys. You're smashing it. That's really good. Beat them all. Bronte and Albion Park. Keep it coming. Narara. What is Narara? Where's that? Haymarket. Narara. Granville, Lilyfield. we got heaps more suburbs this time. Yeah. Wow. So I just thought I'd just do a quick update on that one. It's literally covered nearly every single suburb in Sydney has got a, a listener at some point. At some point, yeah. That's pretty good. You're going to get to the point where you're like, everybody's just sub from every suburb has listened. <laughs> yeah. There's um, more suburbs. Who's though? still number one in the United States? I think it's Virginia. I think they were first number one last time. Um, United States... I don't know. It's taking ages to load. I'm pretty sure it was Virginia. Mine's a little bit slow today too. For Mine, I think the United States one's taking a while to load up. But yeah, Virginia. Geographic location, Earth, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter. What? <laughs> what is that? Anchor's getting a bit excited. Are they serious? <laughs> wow, you can actually go out. Oh. Go out to where? As in a different planet? Different planets. There's, that's that's a the, gimmick. That's, that's them, a, that that's them like taking a piss. Hack. That's taking a piss that's for sure. That's an inbuilt hack. That's if you a... click on geographic location, it gives you all the planets. <laughs> yeah, l- l- funny. Let me guess Mars has 0%. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> what happens if you click on it? Does it give you the different regions inside Mars? Like the different suburbs in Mars? <laughs> that's funny. There you go, Anchor. That's a little hack. If nobody, if anybody uses the Anchor app, you can literally go to the and dashboard. search by planets. Elon Musk, you need to get to Mars and click play on our podcast so, so we can change this statistics. That'd be sick. Ever. Yeah. All right, man, I think we should wrap it up because uh, we're on borrowed time still. We've got the... Uh, we are doing a Where's Your Father. We're pulling so. a Where's Your Father, so... Like always, guys, find us on journeytoareverever.com for socials and stuff all and all that Subscribe, kind of stuff. follow the podcast. Give us a five-star rating. five-star rating. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and if you've got any questions, reach out, let us know. Uh, we would certainly love to hear from you. Cheers. Awesome, guys. Peace Peace out. Bye. Bye. Can you hear the kids in the background? I can, man. (laughs) They're going off. (laughs) Are we going to get that look when we go downstairs? A hundred percent. 100% 100% they're going to be like, are you guys not You said it was yet? 40 minutes. It's been one hour. It's like, no, honey, it's been 54 I, minutes and one second. I was telling you, I was doing the whole, like, you want to wrap this up kind of signal. We're just like, hey, keep talking. Oh, that's all right. Let's get downstairs. <laughs> Before we destroy our Valentine's Day. <laughs>